Am I ready? It's In three, two, three, one. two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Philly Football Now, a Philly Sports Now podcast. My name is Zach, and we are here today to talk about both a quick recap of the last Eagles game, which is when they lost 10 to 17 against the New England Patriots, and then the upcoming game, which will be the Eagles versus the Seahawks, still in Philadelphia. I'm here today with Andrew, Nick, and, and Luke. <laughs> um, why don't you guys quick tell me how you're doing and also give me a feel of how you felt after that loss against the New England Patriots. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Um, just got over a little sickness, but doing good now. And um, I was extremely frustrated after that game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm not sick. Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. <laughs> um, uh, my health is in good spirits. Well, for all those who uh, were interested in that, um, but um, yeah, that that game. Uh, I mean, it's I sound like a broken record every week, but that game was. Um, it was like it was what the Eagles are this year. I mean, they're. This is the they thought you you thought that it finally the offense came together and they looked great and they're moving the ball and you're like what the heck this is the first time all year they've done this this is great we're up ten nothing against the Patriots and then over game's done so I mean it's hard it's hard to feel anything but uh um you know not good feelings after that one <laughs> so Luke how'd you feel uh. I I am also not sick. I'm really healthy right now. Feeling feeling great. Um, Guys, drink a drink a kale shake or something. Get yourselves uh, back on track here. Nick, I said I am healthy. Anyway, you need to drink your emergency more often. Anyway. Hey, you joke. Those things. As soon as someone else gets sick, I I just drink those every day. Oh no, I'm um, being serious. I'm being serious. Uh, drink one for me then. Okay. You, you, um, you talk about rehydrating. They got so much electrolytes in them. All right, uh, guys, back on track here. Um, oh, yeah. it, the uh, Eagles-Patriots game, I mean, it was just winnable. Um, I texted it multiple times in our group chat. It, it was the Saints game from the playoffs last year. Um, I mean, multiple times. I don't think anyone responded. But, I, I mean, responded. You, yeah, it was – I mean, we Eagles go up quick 14-0 in the first quarter. And then after that, their offense gets shut down and didn't score the entire time. Their defense played better than anyone expected. Um, I mean, Jim Schwartz brought his A game, and we limited the Patriots' offense, which, I mean, they're not the as good as they used to be. But uh, the Patriots, I mean, it was just, I don't know. It, like next, It was just a winnable game, and it was very frustrating. So, and when you go 10-0 and don't score a point in the rest of the game, it's just annoying. Well said. Let's go off of that because, I mean, I think we can all agree. I think the biggest thing I kept saying to everyone was that the Eagles' defense handed Philadelphia this win. They handed it to them. The fact that we held the Patriots to 17 points, it was very winnable. And then our offense did not deliver. And I think that if anyone is a Philadelphia fan, you know that there are two sides to this coin. Is it the quarterback's fault or is it the receiver's fault? So that's what I, I, my first question of the night, guys. Well, night for us. But the first question of the uh, podcast, I want to ask you guys, um, you know, 
who do you blame? Who do you blame more? Do you blame the receivers? Do you blame the quarterback? Or do you blame both equally? Uh, let's start with Luke. Why don't you just keep it going? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> this was like Carson Wentz's worst game of his entire career going back to like middle school, I would say. Um, this one, uh, Carson Wentz did not do nearly enough for us to win this game. And I mean, yes, I mean, I'll have arguments with a bunch of my friends that say, yeah, but he put the game or he could have won the game again. And I agree with that. Nelson Aguilar has to make the catch and he had way too much time to adjust the ball and we could have tied the game up. But I mean, it went overthrew. He underthrew. His passes got deflected. He went 20 for 40. I mean, his QBR was a 38. I just, he didn't do enough. And also, I think Doug, Peters, Doug Peterson's there to blame, too. But I, I would have to put the game more on Wentz than the receivers. Well said. Nick, why don't you take over? Heard you. It sounds like it, it felt like you were just ready to chime in there. No, I'll go back to it. I'm not, I'm not one to blame it on the coach or put a loss all, all on the coach. Because I think the coach, I think Doug Peterson put the players in position to win this. I don't think it was his fault that they lost at all. Um, I think it's I think Luke hit on some good points, but it's hard to, to – I, I won't blame this. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if you can blame it on one person. I, I don't think you can. I definitely think Carson didn't have his best game. Um, you know, Luke, what did you say his QBR was? 38.2. I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not very good. Um, you know, and, 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 and as far as his – his overall season goes, you know, I mean, he's at, what, 2,200 yards on the season at, through, what, 10 games? So, he's, I mean, I, how many games this year I feel like he's, has he broke to the 300 mark? Can it, uh, anyone? Like, can anyone guess? I have the stats. I would say anyone two. Really guess? I would two. Say two. Yep. Two games he's cracked 300 this year. He's he's thrown in the one hundreds four times this season, and this past game he threw two fourteen. I mean that's that's not good statistical numbers. Um, now he's thrown to garbage, and this game you don't have Alshon Jeffrey, Zach. I hate to say it, but I don't think Jordan Matthews came up as big as you had hoped. Didn't look good. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm still hopeful, you know, um, and, you know, I, yeah, Nelson Aguilar dropped that ball in the end zone, but, I mean, I'm not a, a pro football wide receiver, and I'm not going to say it was a bad throw. It was obviously cool. but he's contorting his body backwards, and the ball's, like, you know, behind his head, so you, you got to catch, catch it. You have to catch it. I, There's no excuses. I, I agree, but, like, that's not a that's, – that's not a gimme catch. Like that's not a. It was like I, he had. That's not like make, he had time to make the adjustments way before. Nick, you're running into the defending. end. No, Nick, I'm not you're defending running. Carson Wentz. I already said it. It was his fault. But all I'm saying is, Nelson Aguilar needs to be able to make that catch. Like he's mm-hmm. making millions of dollars, and this is what the third game that we should have won, and he dropped the ball because, and we lose because first of, of all, him. First of all, I can't stand when people say that because first of all, if he catches. The ball, we go to overtime, and this game no, looks I, terrible. I, I to, the whole game. I wanted to go for two. 
I I, I really agree with Luke. I think they would have went for two. I, first, I of all, been... first of all, you did not go for two. And second of all, Doug Peterson, did. they asked him that question after the game, and he said he would have been extra point. No question. Well, I would have won for two. Mm, that doesn't seem like a real Doug move. Seems like a Doug that can't adjust, in my opinion. No, it's a it's a Doug realizes what he has as a team, and you need you need that win. You can't risk that, um, not getting that two point conversion. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just think this team is an average team, and it, you know, I'm not blaming one person because I I don't think this team has the capability to be anything more than an okay team like like you'll that was the best effort that they were going to give and i think you know i said last week i thought the patriots game was more winnable than the seahawks game they got their backs against the wall now i'm curious to see how they'll come out but off the top of my head i can't say that i'm hopeful i mean you'd be a fool to bet on this team to win and we'll talk about that in a minute now andrew if you have to go in now with so so what is your opinion on this do do you do you blame the receivers or the quarterback or both or not or what um i put this on twitter as well but that that game was oh, you better put your twitter oh, handle out there uh, that game was a um, hundred million at percent andrew, at andrew underscore drop the o uh <laughs> <laughs> That game was a hundred million percent Carson Wentz's fault. That was the worst game he possibly could. Have I take. I, I take. It, it, so to Brandon. any listener, if 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 we have a new <laughs> listener on this episode, you need to go back. <laughs> if we back, reached five listeners, we reached a fifth listener. Hey, you need I, to go back guess, and listen to a, a, a previous episode to know that Andrew is a hard Carson Wentz believer. So him going against him should tell you a lot. Andrew, keep going. The, the, I've never been disappointed. I've never been that disappointed with Wentz. Ooh. I don't. I don't care who the wide receivers. I take. Are. Not I don't mad. <laughs> just disappointed. You could have put Antonio Brown in there, or I is the best, well first one that came to my mind. You could have put Antonio Brown in there for Aguilar. You could have put Michael Thomas in there for JJ Whiteside. You could have put Julio Jones in there for Matt Collins, and that game would not have been any different. The 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 amount of missed passes Wentz had that game was the most. And I know, Nick, you've been saying that this all season. But, I mean, he's he's missed a few each game. But that game was incredibly bad. And, and I'll take it. And I won't even go into the whole game. I'll just take that last drive, for example. You you've, oh. you got you got the, the team down to I don't know, the, whatever it was, the 35-yard line, I think it was, which that was actually started off by his best drive of the game. But then whatever whatever happened when they hit the 35-yard line, before, we shouldn't have even been down the fourth, fourth down and ten because he had he had Aguilar cutting across the middle, which was a fantastic play call by uh, Peterson. But Wentz threw the ball. I don't know ten yards. I mean, Aguilar was probably at mid, like halfway through the field, and Wentz threw it almost out of bounds, like almost hit the sideline. Like he, and then the next play, he throws to um, I think it was Ertz, and he throws the ball into the ground, and it, it was just it was very bad to see. And then another play. The amount of batted balls at the line in that game was also insane. Like, you you have to be able to see this. And like Luke said, his his QBR was thirty eight point two, which is horrendous. Like, I wonder if that's almost like I wonder how like comparison if that's the lowest this season by a quarterback. He goes twenty for forty on the game. I mean, th- there's 
you can make the excuses for the receivers, which we've done all year, but that you could have put the best receivers of all time out there. That game would not have been any different. And I actually agree with Nick on this one. Don't get me wrong. Nelson Aguilar has been playing terrible, but th- that catch is a lot harder than people give him credit for. Because, I mean, I, I, that's the one throw I probably won't kill Wentz for because he had four guys coming at him, so he did what he ha- had to do on that play. But for Aguilar to make yeah. that catch, if he makes that catch, you're saying, oh, my gosh, what a catch. That 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 That's probably going down maybe in one of the top ten plays yeah, of the day on ESPN. I mean, that, that catch would have been – like, think about it. If you're, if you're yeah. a center fielder and they make that over-the-shoulder catch, I mean, think about Willie Mays. Like, he gets – I mean, for over-the-shoulder catch, he still gets credit for that. Yeah, I think um, I think you hit the the exact point. So like, it, like I don't blame either one of them. Like I think Wentz did the best he could there, and I think Aguilar did the best he could there, and it just didn't happen to fall our way. Like I don't think that was a gimme by any means. And you know, I think when you got to contort your body like that to try to make a catch, it. I mean, I don't know that you can. It's it's ex, you should be expecting him to make the catch. It's it's like you're hopeful that he makes the catch. And- and should he have caught it? Yeah, he probably should have caught it because, like, yeah, he is a professional player. But that catch is a lot harder than I think people think it is. And if, if say, that was Alshon Jeffrey dropping that ball, I think the criticism for that play is way different because it's one of his first. Like, think about that easy pass Jeffrey dropped last year in a playoff game, and everybody's like, oh, it's his first drop or whatever. He'll be back next year. So I feel like – and that catch Jeffrey he dropped hasn't. to – What? I said which he hasn't showed up this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, but anyway, if 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 you go back to last year, everyone's like, "Oh, it's one one drop ball. He'll be back next year, whatever." He usually catches everything. Well, I mean, that catch was ten times easier than the one Aguilar tried to catch. But and, and then second, I would just I would, I would just like to have a quick shout out to uh, Nelson Aguilar and and um, hopefully maybe he's listening. Um, I think he's been tremendously disrespected um, on social media. Um, I think it's absolutely terrible what people have done. Like, attacked him to the point where um, he 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 had to shut down his social account, like on Twitter. Like that's a level of just patheticness by the fan base, which is terrible. And I am it. I I find myself way more being embarrassed as an Eagles fan than proud to be an Eagles fan. Like in the past two years, like it's, it like, it was funny when you're a kid and like you know, oh we've got the toughest fans in the world. Blah, 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 blah. Now it's just like some like someone calls me out on it and what am I supposed to say? Like, yeah, yeah, we have the biggest jerks. <laughs> Our fan base has the biggest jerks of all fans. Like 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 we are like we have that. And then it's like. I try my best not to do that, like, but sadly, that's like what our fan base is, and I think it's disgusting. And I'm, I, I'm, in, like I said, I'm embarrassed to be an Eagle. Uh, I'm not condoling the behavior, but unfortunately, that is the world we live in today with social media. I, again, I'm not backing up the behavior, but my point is that happens. I mean, that that's going to happen in every fan base, and there's unfortunately but, no way to stop you it. Can, you, 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 you can defend you, it. You can defend I'm not the defending all you want and say I'm not defending that, like, the fan base. What I'm saying but, is, like, listen, with, I hear social it constantly. Me- with, huh, with social media, that is what you live in today. I'm, it's very unfortunate. It is it is a terrible thing. But you, the same thing happened with the Penn State quarterback. He just deleted his his Twitter because of the same yeah, thing after, Andrew, after Andrew, the Minnesota Andrew, loss. Most most Penn State fans are Eagles fans, so that doesn't help oh. your case. Okay, well let me keep going before you interrupt. 
Um, the same thing happened to the Alabama kicker when he missed the field goal against Auburn, and Auburn ran it back for 100 yards. He had to delete his, and he actually had to get like a safe way home because of the amount of fans that were ripping on him and giving him death threats on social media. The same thing happened to Cody Parkey at the end of last year. And Andrew, but, Andrew, but wait, time out. I'm not talking about any of these teams. If I was an Alabama fan, I'd be embarrassed to be an Alabama fan. I know, but my point is, again, I'm not your, defending. I'm is, saying my point is, is all you're doing is bringing up other examples to try to make the Eagles fans not sound that bad. But it doesn't. That is not at all what I'm saying. Bad. What I'm saying is, it's it's very unfortunate because it's never going to change because of social media and people are sitting behind their phones and computers and they're just going to hit the send button no matter what happens. I'm not defending it. I'm not defending the Eagles fans. I'm saying it is very unfortunate. Unfortunate. That we live in a world where it's going to happen no matter what. I'm not defending anybody. I'm saying it's unfortunate that this is this is what the world is. All right, so let's move on to um, the Seattle game because hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't I didn't get to finish my point. I, one last thing about the game was Doug Peterson. I want to make one adjust. point about that. Yeah, I want to make one point about Doug Peterson real quick. I have no, I don't understand why he changed whatever. Like they, they, whatever they did, those first two possessions to get the 10 nothing lead worked perfect. And I don't understand why he changed whatever he did. He was running the ball. He was being, he kept everything 50 50, used that 95 yard drive, and then he turned everything into a passing game. And not at, not once were they down more than one possession. It should have never turned into a passing game, first of all. And then second of all, my last point was all season we were calling for, we need more Jordan Howard and a little less Miles Sanders. Well, the game Jordan Howard's out, and the the game they use Miles Sanders like crazy in the run game. Like, why why did he go away from using Sanders and almost give Boston Boston Scott as many carries as Sanders? I was just very confused, and that's all I want to say about Peterson. Yeah, that's well, what that's, I was that's a that's Deuce thing, thing, isn't it? That's, uh, that's what I have no idea if that's him, Deuce, or Mike Rowe. But I, I, I was just very confused. And, and that's been the Eagles the past three years. Like like like. And I don't get it. Just pick a back, make him the feature back, and, and have the other guy come in, like, for eight carries. I don't understand. Well, well, what pissed me off was Miles Sanders was finally, like, running with authority, and, like, he was trying to, like, run players he over. Looks he looks good the past few he weeks. Was going, yeah, I He agree. was going north and south the first quarter, and, and then that was it. He, I would say he had probably, like, five carries in the first quarter, and then he got six the rest of the game. It just didn't make sense. Like, I, I didn't get what they were doing. And then, I mean – also, the loss of Lane Johnson was was huge in the in you know what, the Luke? second half. Great point to bring up because I think it is apparently. Uh, first of all, is he okay? Like, what's the, is he? Concussion? I think he he's, question, he's currently questionable. questionable. He is not. Pat, I don't know. They said he, they say he's still in concussion protocol. I don't know if that means he failed a test and he's got to take. It. I don't know what that means, but. Well, hopefully he's, he's, you know. Well, with the Eagles' reputation, I'm not telling us anything. If he's still quote unquote in protocol, something's happening. Well, hopefully, and, you know, hoping for the best for him that he's coming back. Agreed. Um, but, 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 Luke, I think that's a key point that um, need, needed to be brought up because I think it was almost immediate, right? I mean, like, I mean, I think it was two went, sacks that possession when he went out. He he went out and and we didn't score again, right? I mean, like, I mean, it was like that's it, and which is crazy. I mean, like, it's a shame. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I, I think it's discouraging. I think it's disappointing. And you know, you know the the thing about it that was, you know, that it was hard to grasp is that I think we touched on it a little bit. But you know, I I, I live up here in the the Boston area in Massachusetts, um, 
and I constantly listen to the radio up here and I, and I listen to them and they, they, they all talk about the same thing. It's that this, they're, the Patriots this year have a, an amazing defense, but their offense is nothing special. Subpar, like, like, like Tom Brady doesn't look great. You know, they, their receivers, Tom, Tom Brady doesn't trust his receivers, so he doesn't throw to them. And like, it's like, it's a, their offense is a mess. And it's a shame that with that being a mess, I mean, they only scored one touchdown against the Eagles, and it was a passing touchdown from Julian Edelman. Um, right. Right? Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I said, right? I if, if you so, would have right? told me if you would have told me we lost a game where we held Tom Brady and zero touchdown passes, like and, Yeah, I mean like so uh, my my point of that it, little ramble is that like this game was winnable and the Eagles held it in there with the best team and like and that's what the Eagles do and it's just it, it's it just showed me that like that was everything we had. Like like so I don't even if we beat the Seahawks next week I mean, what's the peak of this team? Winning the division and then, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's hard to see us. Like, like that was the Patriots. And I honestly don't think the Patriots are the best team in the league. I think, I think I, I would be more afraid to face the Saints. I'd be more afraid to face um, the Packers again. I, I'd be afraid to face um, Ravens. The 49ers. 49ers, definitely. And yes, thank you. Andrew. The Ravens, definitely. Um, you know, so, and like most of those teams are in our, our league. So we'd have to go through them in the playoffs. And it's just, I, I don't know. Like, do you, like we're not going to, we'd have to win the division. Then we get one home field game. Right. Yeah. Um, if you win the division, you probably, you're guaranteed one. but, but, but correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, we probably play either the Vikings or the Seahawks. If the, if the, the current winner of the NFC East would get a home game against the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, so if the season ended today, yeah. So, like, would you take the Eagles in that game? Well, before you take the Eagles in that situation, do we want to transition here into the actual Seattle game coming up? I I can transition. Uh, Segue. All right. So this coming Sunday, November twenty fourth at one p.m., the Seattle Seahawks are coming to the link to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Um. Does anyone know the record for the Eagles versus the Seahawks the past four times they've played? Oh, yes. All right. <laughs> they are. They are 0-4. So out of three away games and one home game, the Eagles have lost all four games against the Seahawks. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Do you, do you guys honestly think that our defense can stop Russell Wilson right now? Um, I actually think they'll keep him to 28 points. 28 points. So I think the real question is, that's not really keeping someone anything, because I think Russell Wilson's probably at four touchdowns. Uh, so they'll keep them to 28 points. But I think the bigger question is, can the offense outscore what the defense holds them to? And I don't believe. I, I, I my point is like I think our defense with everyone back and healthy. I think our defense actually looks pretty good. Like I think, I think um, you know I don't think that they're top ten in the league, but I think they're top fifteen in the league. In, how many teams are there? They're probably in like the dead middle. They're, they're probably in the middle of the pack. 
defense-wise, which I'll take over the bottom, which is where I felt like we were without everybody. So I think the defense is going gonna, is gonna to do a pretty decent job. The thing is, Russell Wilson, I think, is the MVP of the league. You know, I, I think he's the best quarterback this year. And, you know, I said in the beginning of the year, I, I would take him over you know, probably most quarterbacks in the league. Like, like he's, I, think, I think he's probably top two in the league right now, quarterback-wise. Um, top so three. He's, he's hard to he's hard. I mean, I know, I know Luke and Andrew stated that they would, they would take Carson Wentz over Russell Wilson. Um, I, I was as of now, I was wrong. But I will stand by my Russell Wilson statement and say that you know I think he's the real deal. I think that guy's just he's just a baller. You know, like he's he's gonna give you everything he's got. The final minute, second, and you know, we'll see if the Eagles. I, I think I think the the bigger question is can the offense keep up. Like, can the offense surpass? So, before you guys talk about that, that was going to be the next question. So, let's get Andrew and Luke's opinion first. Do you think the defense can control Russell Wilson? Yeah, uh, look, I've been, I've been on record for saying I thought the defense was actually doing a better job than people gave him credit for. I think now that they got all the resources back, it's proven it even more, and they have definitely went up to the next level. I mean, um, I think – I'm not going to say they're going to sit here and hold them – Hold Wilson to zero touchdown passes like they did to Brady? No. Um, I think they will keep him in a little more check than 28 points. Um, I, I think. I don't know, Andrew. I heard, I heard DJ Metcalf throws a mean pass. <laughs> well, hey, again, if, if, you're, if you're making the receiver beat you, that's actually kind of a good thing. Um, and, uh, so I think, I think they could. I think the biggest thing here is you're going to have to I'm I'm in a way kind of very afraid of the way he's going to scramble and run kind of like Josh Allen did. So I think in a way they're going to be able to kind of contain him passing yards wise, but I think the way he can extend plays and run as well, I think that's where it's going to really hurt us. Um I think we mentioned before how the linebackers are kind of one of the weaker points so I think that's kind of where you get into the linebacker side of games is when the quarterback kind of scrambles like that and I think that's where Wilson's really going to hurt us this is his ability to extend the play and rush for those extra yards cuz jo- if Josh Allen can hurt us in that way which he did in that game um I think uh that's that's the way Wilson's going to attack the defense uh but in turn uh, so I think I I see us giving up probably around 20 points in this game Oh, all right. Um, Luke. My turn. Zach, my turn. I um, asking you for your turn. <laughs> um, I, I would ag- I would agree with Nick. And, I mean, I agree with both of them. But, like, I, like what Andrew said, I mean, when the Eagles' defense is fully healthy and it, it's showing, I mean, Jalen Mills, Ronald, and uh, Darby, I mean, they're playing with, like, it just seems like they were pissed off that they missed the first half of the season and their they're fresh legs and they want to make a statement. And, I mean, Mills played a great game last week. He had a few deflections that, I mean, helped save the Eagles to only lose by seven. Um, uh, but, I, I mean, do I – I don't know. I don't think we're going to – I mean, I, the game I remember last year is when we played the Texans. And, yes, we won. But I remember Deshaun Watson just – he didn't run all over us, but I mean, he would scramble and fake run and then dump the ball down 20 yards. And he ended up having 340 passing yards, two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. 
uh, or two or fifty rushing yards. Yeah. I just and maybe even two rushing, no, and yeah, two rushing touchdowns. So I mean, I, I just think with Russell Wilson, it. I, I mean, I you can make a similarity to Watson and Wilson, and that the run pass option is very is very similar. So I, I think the Eagles will have a tall task in in front of them, but I, I think we can get it done. It's just. It relies on our offense to stay on the field a little bit longer than these three announced we keep doing. So speaking of transitions, before we give our scores, let's talk about the last question I have here, which is, do you think Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson can outscore the Seattle Seahawks in this game? Nick, let's start with you. Um, I don't, unfortunately. Um, well, let me start with this. Is Austin Jeffrey going to play? Uh, As of now, he's questionable, but he has been practicing. He was at practice, he, right? Yeah. Jordan Howard, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, Jason Peters, Rudy Ford, and Lane Johnson are all questionable. We have no one that's ruled out as of now. Zach, uh, I'm going to say no. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, what? That's only like half our starting lineup. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to no. throw in this. I'm going to throw in this. You know, give your answer, and then if you guys have your scores ready, give it in at the end of this part. Okay. Um, so I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. I wish it would. Um, at this point, it's like, it's like, what do you, if you pick the Eagles to win, it's almost like, what do you see in the team? You know, if, if you pick the Eagles to win, and I'll hear you guys out if you do, but it's like, it's like you gotta explain to me what you see in this team that would make you believe that they'd win. Because they might win, but I don't know how you could think they're going to. I mean, every every time you say this, they have to show up this week. You know, this is the game they have to. Show, I mean, they they lose every time, every single time. And it's like, it's like at what point are you like, yeah, this is they're a good team. You know, they'll put they'll get it together. Are you just saying that because you're a fan, or do you actually like have evidence to support that this team is going to win. And I just, I don't have anything that would support me predicting the empty game. I think the offense is playing subpar, really subpar. I think the defense finally is looking good again. Um, so that's a major positive, but I don't think that, I, I, I can't, I think the defense is going to have a pretty decent game. Meaning I don't think, I don't like I said. I think I don't think they're gonna give up thirty points, but they'll get close. They might get close, but I just don't think the offense can keep up with Russell Wilson. Um, my final for this game: twenty-seven. Going. Are you guys there? Yes. Yeah, sorry. It, I didn't Was that really... just okay. Nick that cut out? What? Did you guys uh, hear? Hello? I heard it for the most part. It's just the, the... Nick, just say your score again. That's the only thing that yeah, cut out. That was like the only thing that cut out a little bit. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, the no, only no. thing that cut out was your score and after that. Literally, just say your score again. Okay. Um, um, uh, uh, my, final, my final score for this game is going to be is uh, 28 uh, 17 Seahawks win. All right, Luke, why don't we go to you for, do you think the offense can outperform uh, Wilson, and what's your score? Um, 
So I, I'm not necessarily going to say the offense can out – or okay, hold on. Let me restart that. Um, I think the Eagles can win this game, and I, I may just be biased, and I like Nick saying, but like I, I think – I don't. I just think this defense is fired up, and when you, I mean, they haven't had a the defense hasn't had a bad game in a long time. I mean, I know they haven't played the best offenses in a while, but I mean, you look back at the schedule, and I, I they're they're playing good football as of right now. Um, so I I think they're almost like feeling themselves a little bit. Uh, I mean, the last bad game you can they played was versus the Cowboys. Uh, so that was five weeks ago, right? So, um, uh, over a month ago. So I, I just think the the defense will hold West or I always said Russell Westbrook. Uh, the defense will hold Wilson to I'm going to say about two touchdowns. And I, I just I think Carson Wentz. If Carson, if Doug Peterson can play in this game well, Carson Wentz shouldn't throw the ball more than 35 times. And I I, I can't get. I'm going to say Jordan Howard is out. I just don't. I don't have high hopes for him or Alshon Jeffrey. I'm just going to assume they're out. But I think we, we give the ball to Miles Sanders more, and Doug Peterson or Deuce, whoever's fault that was, realizes Miles Sanders should have gotten the ball. Um, I think that Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard will keep up their thing. When Zach Ertz gets double teamed, Dallas Goddard will become open and he'll get some he'll get some gain. Uh, and I, I just – I don't know. I'm just – I think the team's gonna come on, come back with a chip on their shoulder. They're gonna want to win at the link and go six and five, knowing that the Cowboys are in first in the division. And I'm gonna say the Eagles win, uh, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Andrew, you're up. All right. So, I mean, I think the the game plan is should be what we've been saying. I mean, you got to be able to learn how to, or not even learn because they know how to. They just don't. You have to be willing to go to the run game. I mean, Zach, how many times have you been on here saying the key is 100 yards? You get to the 100-yard mark, the Eagles have a 100-yard rushing mark. The Eagles have a very good record. I don't know um, why this is still news to them. <laughs> and that, That's the thing. If three I, brothers – I, I think if, we can confirm that Doug is not listening to the podcast. What a shame. <laughs> Sadly. I really thought he was. I I thought I thought I thought we had the team. I thought we were like the the, the uh We're the scoop well, We're definitely not the team unless they're all listening at once and they are one of the three <laughs> people. <laughs> and if if that is the case, guys, we'd love for you each individually to spread it just out. To get those ratings up. Just get the also give us a like and a comment. Subscribe. Okay. Alright, Andrew, keep going. Um I think I think, uh, I mean, obviously, whoever ends up playing and who doesn't play is going to be a key. Um, I think, I don't know if, again, Zach, you've already mentioned this this podcast that the Eagles are very bad at telling us about injuries. Uh, Doug Peterson said today that, or I forget if it was yesterday or today, but he reiterated that the JHI signing was because of how scared they were, or because they were scared about Sproles' injury and not Howard's injury. So I don't know if he's just saying that to the media or if they're actually expecting Howard back. Um, I guess it's only a time only time will tell in these next few days. I think they're going to try to implement implement a few plays for Ajayi. Uh, we'll see if that makes any type of difference. Um, but as far as the the game, I think again I already mentioned the defensive offense here. If Lane Johnson doesn't play, I think it could get ugly. Um, 
I think we saw how bad the line did last week without Johnson. And I don't know. I don't know who they're planning on replacing him with, but I know they replaced Johnson with uh, Vitae, I think it was, last week, which also didn't make sense. I don't know why they didn't go with Dillard. Um, so I'd be interested to see who starts there. If, well, hold um, on. Isn't Dillard already playing because Peters is hurt? No, Peters, Peters played last game. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, but Peters, Peters did leave early, didn't he? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, but they, they had Vitae in there first, like originally, and then they put Dillard in for Peters. Because well, Johnson went out. They're, they're both questionable for next week. So like, I thought, I don't know, maybe playing. I got mixed up, but I thought Johnson left before Peters. I could be wrong. Well, no, um, either way, they, they, sh- they should have held on to Wisniewski. That is a fact. Is he even on a team? To let him walk. Back? Yeah, he's on, I'm pretty sure he's on the Chiefs. Okay. Um. Again, I, I, this is, a, as Nick said, it's going to be a very hard game to win. Uh. They they did put it all out there last or last week. Uh, I do. There's something I don't know what it is, but when this team's back is like, I know we've said a couple other games are big wins, but when this team's back is like fully against the wall, they do find ways to win. I, I don't know how they do it and whatnot, but like we saw last year, they kept finding ways to win. Uh, we saw the Super Bowl year, they kept finding ways to win. Um, that that Bills game, they found it like it's there's something about it that they do find ways to win sometimes. Um, and again, the, the weird thing is, Nick, I'm kind of on your side. I don't know how, how they, like how they are going to be able to pull this off. But the, the very weird thing to me is the Eagles are favorites in this game. I don't know if any of you guys know that. I did. Um, yep. That is, I was shocked when that came out. Um, or I saw that before this, uh, I don't know what Vegas season us, but we are the favorites in this game. And even on ESPN, uh, the matchup predictor they do every week, the Eagles are favorites in that as well. Um, so I don't know what they see because I say all this and I do say that they do find ways to win, but I, I don't think a win is in the books for this weekend, unfortunately. Um, I, I think the offense continues to struggle. I think I think they I, – I, since I don't know how much Jeffrey has practiced. I know he has been a little bit um, – whether he's back or not, Nick's already mentioned he's not been as good as last year or previous years. And he's definitely not going to be fully healthy, so he'll be playing a little weak as it is. Um, I don't have that much faith sure. in Aguilar as, as well. And um, the defense, Seahawks defense, it's not what they used to be, but it's definitely still not a joke. And with the way the offense is struggling and the way the play calling has been, I just I can't trust all that. And I think the Seahawks win this game 20-16. to 16. Eagles win out. Sorry. <laughs> All right, I, well, I'm, I'm serious. I'm being serious. All right, well, hold on. I'm going to give my score real quick, and then I'll let can I just say, Can I just say one quick fun little stat? Go for it. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys saw this, but Miles Sanders is the only rookie right now with 300-plus rushing yards and 300-plus receiving yards, and he is the first running back with 600 scrimmage yards and 300 return yards in his first 10 career games uh, since Adrian Peterson did it 12 years ago. Rookie of the year? No. <laughs> I'm not saying rookie of the year. I just thought that was a pretty cool stat. No, it is cool. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. All right. I, 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 yeah. So before we get going here, I'm going to real quick say my, my two cents, and I'm going to be pretty quick about it. Uh, honestly, I think injuries are a big factor, and I think Doug Peterson continues to not know how to adjust his game. Uh, and I think he's going to depend on Wentz. It's not going to work out. Uh, last week I was right when I predicted 10 points for the Eagles. Uh, 
He didn't get spanked, like I said. He did lose. Uh, and I think they're going to lose again. I in case, lose. In case people didn't. Go ahead, Zach. No, I, I, maybe maybe the birds get 13 here, but I'm saying 24 to 10. I think basically we got it. says everyone's in the thing. I, I, this, I think there's going to be a lot. I actually like that score. I think nothing's going to happen. I think we're going to get some. I think Jay Ajayi's going to get some yards, but he's not going to get the touchdown. Someone's going to get a touchdown, um, but we're going to get one, maybe two field goals. I think that's it. I think that's all that happens, unfortunately. I, I I actually really like that score because um, I think you're right. I think the Eagles are – I think getting – I predict them against 17, but I don't see how they get it. That was more just me hoping they score. So. And for them, the, for them to win, find a way to win this game, I, I think it's going to take I, a – Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I think – I think – <laughs> I think for them to win this game, it's going to take a, a special teams or a defensive touchdown or two. Like, I don't, it's going to be like that game uh, where the Eagles found a way to beat New England in New England uh, in Chip Kelly's first first or second year when uh, you had the defensive touchdown and I think two special teams. So it's going to take a lot for it to happen, but it's going to take one of those type of games where everybody has to step up. <clears throat> All right, so Andrew, say, that's I, your I, your I called, closing statement. I state. called the Eagles to beat the Patriots that year. Nick can Nick can uh, vouch for that. I did call that win. It's got a point. All right, so you guys want to give your closing statements before we get going here? Um, I think that <laughs> this game is the season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it's not right. I mean, like. The, the Cowboys the, do have the Patriots in New England, so I think either way. I will say this without I, a score. I, I, I think actually, I think the Cowboys beat the Patriots. I was just about to say that. I got a bad feeling the Cowboys are going to pull the. I one hundred percent. Shout out to Steve I, I, or Pops. He he thinks they're going to win as well. I actually I just think, I think the Cowboys I think schedule. The, the Cowboys' remaining schedule is not nearly as hard people as hard as people. I think. agree, Luke. Like like because I mean, they play the Patriots. What are they playing the Bills? They play the Patriots, Bills, and then the Rams, and then us and the Redskins. I mean, I, I, the Bills and Bears, we beat, and we beat the Bills handily at their place. The Bears aren't anything special. Their offense is awful. And the Rams aren't nearly as good as people say. And I, I just, I don't know. I think the Eagles are going to have to win, and we can't rely on the Cowboys just to lose. Yeah, the, the thing is, is that I – I feel like the Patriots are due for a loss. Like, I don't think they're going 15-1, and one, right? So what's their other loss going to be? And I think that it's – I mean, this is this seems like a game that is losable. I don't know. Um, which that would put the – if the Eagles lost, that would put us two back. So I, I – which I, I think would pretty much do do us in. Season. Um, so I don't know. I, I – I, you know, as my final remarks, you know, unfortunately, I think this team is what, it, what I've been saying, and I think it's an average team. And I hope, I hope, I've been saying this every week. I hope they prove me wrong, and I hope that this is the week that that they have this coming out party that we've been so joyfully uh, talking about for five weeks. But I don't see it, unfortunately. Um, for, I mean. My final remarks is just, I mean, hopefully the defense can 
come up with a turnover and it doesn't get ruled as forward progress or whatever it was that relies that made the Eagles not get their turnover last week. Um, that is an interesting point, Luke. That was a we didn't uh, even talk about that. that was a big deal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I quickly rem- uh, reread my notes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though. I think two plays later, we got the ball back. But was it on our... Yeah, but the, 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 the difference for that is they, they punted and pinned us down. And then yeah, when you pick up right. that fumble, yeah. you, take it, you take it at least midfield, I mean, if not the, for the, the house. Biggest, you're, the biggest you're right. difference that was a, in the second half was that the field position was so bad. It was us in, inside our 20 every single time. So we had to drive the 80 yards, and the Patriots only had to go the 40, 50, or whatever it was. It wasn't nearly as bad. And it just, I mean, the Eagles' offense wasn't good enough to drive. But, uh, and then for next week, it's just, I mean, Carson Wentz needs to have a comeback game and show the Eagles fans that he he's still Carson Wentz and he's not a 38 QBR Carson Wentz and he needs to, Put the Eagles back six to six and five, and hopefully the Cowboys lose and tied for the division. And it just makes that it makes that December twenty second game uh, even better. All right. Uh, well, that about wraps it up for us here. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, just a reminder that the Seattle Seahawks are coming to the link at one o'clock this Sunday to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, thank you for listening to Philly Football Now, a Philly Sports Now podcast. Uh, you can find us, and you can find some Philadelphia articles at phillysportsnow.com. That's phillysportsnow.com. You can find us on Twitter at philly underscore S-P-R-T-S-N-O-W. That's at philly underscore sports now without the O in sports. Once again, we're Philly Football Now, and we're out, and go Birds. Go Birds.